you're listening to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. Brought to you in association with OvertimeIreland.com. Now, here's the OTI guys. Hello and welcome back to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. As always, myself, Colin, on the show here, bringing you it your way. But on today's show, the two OTI guys back together on the show the first time in a long time. Joining the show by DJ and uh, kind of Christmas special. Good to get the two brothers back on the show. Hope things, DJ, going well back in the Emerald Isle for you while I am sitting here in the, the warm sunshine of Melbourne. Yeah, Colin, yet again, good to be back on the show. OTI going global yet again. Hopefully you might send some of that sunshine and warm weather in the post. Might have got delayed before Christmas, but hopefully we'll be getting it fairly soon, Colin. Yeah, just looked there a short time ago. It's actually evening time here as we record this uh, on Christmas Eve. So evening time, and I looked about an hour ago, it was still 30 degrees here. So very, very warm here. I know the guys over in the States and obviously you in Ireland and the people listening throughout Europe, it's a little bit colder than the weather we have here. So fortunate with the way the weather is at the moment. doesn't feel quite like Christmas, but uh, it is nice to uh, have warm weather rather than snow and rain. So it is the season kind of for celebrating, for enjoying yourself. I'm sitting here with a, a nice uh, glass of vodka, some uh, lemon through it. Going to enjoy that as the show goes on. Hopefully I'll still be coherent as the, the show comes to an end and uh, hopefully you can still understand. But it is the season to be merry. So uh, hopefully if you're listening to this show, uh, whether it be before Christmas dinner, preparing Christmas dinner, after Christmas dinner, when the family have headed home, whenever it is, hopefully you've had a, a merry and jolly day and uh, kick back and relax. Looking forward to this week's action, DJ. Since you were on the show last, uh, the Patriots pretty much dominating all the way through the season. Did have a two-week span a few weeks back where uh, things got a little bit tougher, but it looks to be all things business as usual in New England. I'm sure you're looking forward to talking uh, talking about them rather later on in the show. As always, I just like to plug when we start off the show, uh, obviously you can find us on iTunes Stitcher. Many of you probably already listen to us in those formats. Just for new listeners, you can find us on there. iTunes Stitcher, tune in. You can find us well on on OvertimeIreland.com, the stream available up there. Uh, the best way to find out all the ways to listen is to go to OvertimeIreland.com. There's a podcast link. Tells you all the, the quick links there on how to listen to the show in all the various ways. Download multiple devices. Keep spreading the word as you have been doing in the last couple of weeks. And uh, as always, a written or a comment on iTunes would help us greatly. And thank you for your continued support. It is um, obviously the week 16 preview show. And uh, it is time to talk about the game so let's get straight in to all the week 16 action right now want to know who's going to win every nfl game this weekend it's time for the oti weekend preview so DJ, back on the show, it's going to be fun previewing the games with you uh, today. Um, hopefully we get some interesting insights into what's going to happen this coming week in the NFL action. Uh, I'll let you go ahead and uh, start off with the questions. Well, come, let's start off with the Washington Redskins taking on the Philadelphia Eagles this week. Can Chip Kelly keep the Eagles in the playoff hunt or will the Redskins clinch? their division this week which is the nfc east yeah this here dj this game actually happening this saturday so we have a second uh, edition of thursday night football this week and uh, we'll be talking about that other thursday night game taking place on actually on thursday which makes perfect sense to have thursday night football on a thursday rather than having thursday night football on a saturday but uh, the second one of those is thursday night football on a saturday and it is the washington redskins traveling to dig on the philadelphia eagles six and eight eagles seven and seven redskins if the redskins win this they do clinch the division the giants obviously the other team in the mix and we'll be talking about their game in a little moment but uh 
their result will not matter uh, if the Redskins do go and do the business in this. I think uh, we're looking here at a team in the Eagles who are struggling kind of to find any real form. Last week, absolutely uh, destroyed in that game against the Arizona Cardinals. Have to say, the Redskins have really surprised me this season as to how they have developed as things have gone along. I talked about it on the recap show earlier in the week when I talked to Adam Rank. We talked about Kirk Cousins, how good he's done, and I have just uh, each and every week he surprised me and how things have gone. The only thing I'll have a real concern with the Redskins here is they obviously face the Eagles on the road. Their road form has been pretty bad. I think they're one and five on the road, while on the other hand they are dominating at home and uh, have been very strong. So a very very definite road split in the Redskins' performance this season. The only thing I just think uh, the Eagles, I don't know what has gone on with them this season. Chip Kelly just hasn't clicked for him. Hasn't clicked for the Eagles. Uh, you know Sam Bradford, the quarterback position, struggling a little bit. Uh, just with the way things are going with how important this game is and with the Redskins having fate in their own hands I think you'd expect the Redskins to go in and win this but I'm going to go against uh, kind of the consensus pick this week I just think the Eagles must win um, I think everything is on the line for them and I just have seen the Redskins on the road this season crumble a little bit under pressure and I think they'll crumble in this one too unfortunately for Redskins fans out there uh, I'm going to go against uh, against the grain here and go for an Eagles upset Next up, the New England Patriots and Tom Brady travel to that small green team from New York. <laughs> Obviously the smallest team in New York. Giants, much bigger team. But anyway, that's beside the point. That's what we've missed Patriots on the show here. Clinch, <laughs> Patriots will clinch the AFC this week without a doubt, providing they don't capitulate, which I don't see happen. I see Darrell Reeve has been kept in the Patriots offense back pocket yet again this week uh, DJ obviously very confident for those who haven't heard him on the show <laughs> during this season uh, DJ a big New England Patriots fan they are 12-2 and two, and uh, obviously with a 12-2 and two team you can have a little bit of confidence and maybe DJ going into this one could be overconfidence because the Jets last week they did win against the uh, Dallas Cowboys they struggled to win that game but they did win it all the same and they got over the line they have been very good at home this season quite consistent they are nice and five and uh, you know they're not going to win this division the Patriots are going to go on to win the AFC East but uh, I think you know I think the Jets are a team obviously in that wildcard hunt as we all know and I think this game means so much to them whereas on the other hand for the Patriots I think they're going to lock up this division anyway and with some of the injuries they have maybe they're starting to look a little bit more ahead obviously they want to lock up home field advantage throughout the playoffs but this is one I think uh, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Jets in this I know you're not going to agree with that pick but I just think the way uh, things have gone this season with the Jets the wide receiver position with Decker and Marshall uh, Chris Ivory has been running quite well but last week he wasn't used all that much it was more the Bilal Powell show for them but I'm just going to have to lean DJ here for the the New York Jets uh, I know it's a big game with Darrell Rivas uh, going back against the Patriots but again Rivas uh, been with the Jets such a long time before that move of course he played with Tampa Bay as well I just think uh, overall looking at the two teams the way things are going at the minute I think I'm going to edge uh, slightly towards the New York Jets here but uh, betting against the New England Patriots is never uh, a long-term winning proposition so I'm guessing here you're going with the Patriots uh, victory you know Colin given it season greetings and you know I promised the Darrell Reeves' family and that, that he would be taking the playoffs off early on in the season. And I think the Patriots intend to fulfill that promise for the Jets. Yeah, it's going to be a fascinating one. It's one I'm looking forward to because I've been keeping a close eye on the Jets this season with the way things have been developing. And uh, they have been impressing me over, over recent weeks and throughout the season. Fitzpatrick has had a lot better season than I'm sure any of us projected, DJ, uh, at the start of the year. And uh, I think... 
you know, with the way things are in that wild card hunt with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's a must win for the Jets and must wins against the New England Patriots, never an easy thing. But uh, the first split decision of the week, I'm going for the Jets, you're going for the Patriots. No real surprise there. Come the Houston Texans 7-7, seven and seven, travel to Tennessee to take on the 3-11 and 11 Titans. Marcus Satan. Mariota's rookie season is in the bag. It's done and dusted. Now it's up to the Texans to try and clinch the division, and they will if they win their two remaining games this season, Colin. Yeah, DJ, you usually say in the bag for something good, like you've got that in the bag as if it's a successful thing, you're very happy with it. Uh, torn knee ligaments, not so much uh, the in the bag. I think you meant in the books maybe in that one, but the season is done and dusted. You are corrected on that point. He had for the second overall pick quite a successful rookie campaign. Hopefully the Titans in the offseason can put some more weapons around him. Delaney Walker's had a, a very good season, and he had a big game last week against the New England Patriots. Of course, two catches for two touchdowns. That second touchdown, quite the run, bouncing off. Patriots each and every direction but Doriel Green Beckham has been the other big talking point in this offense he's had a nice couple of weeks outside of that the running game is just pretty much uh, a disaster Uh, defense not playing all that well the only key point for them going into this game obviously is the Texans the quarterback situation who starts it looks like Brian Hoyer will eventually clear concussion protocol this week and step in obviously TJ Yates last week tearing his knee ligaments as well he's out for the rest of the season after getting his first start Branton Whedon will be the uh, man to replace Hoyer if he cannot go this week obviously we know who the Texans have they have JJ Watt still playing with that club on his hand we'll see how the defense does this week Clowney having a few good performances over the last few weeks and uh, uh, just uh, DeAndre Hopkins doing what he's done all season and pretty much dominating. I think uh, with the way, as I mentioned, in the kind of situation with the Jets, uh, the Texans now have fought back from uh, a tough start to the season. They have bounced themselves now into contention or into the kind of prime position to win this division. I think now uh, this is the time to go on and do it. I think they will win this game. It'll come down to can they win that last game of the season. But uh, I think, you know, just with the way the Colts have been playing, I think it's uh, the Texans now to lose. And I think they'll go on and win this division. And hey, some, sometimes you just can't call what's going to happen in the NFL. And I didn't call that at the start of the season. But I, I do think they will win this week. The Texans continue to march on. Well, a game column I think is very easy to call this week. And that is the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Cleveland Browns. Unfortunately, I don't see Johnny Football getting a win in this game, I think. He's going to. The Cleveland Browns will drop to three and twelve. The Chiefs will go to nine and six, and that's about as much as you can say about this game, Colin. Well, that's an interesting one, DJ. If you can get the Browns to three and twelve this week, get the, the the Chiefs to nine and six. That would be both teams losing this game. Would be the first time in NFL history that both teams lost the game. But uh, I think you meant the Chiefs would go to ten and five, and uh, I think I would have to agree with you. The Chiefs' defense last week, two pick sixes. Uh, Peters having a sensational rookie campaign. Um, definitely up there in the, the contenders for Rookie of the Year. I've mentioned that on a number of shows. Chiefs defense looking very, very solid. And we all know about Alex Smith, and I'm kind of the last defender around for Alex Smith. And um, I think that he's had a good season. He's not turning the ball over. He's taking care of the ball. He is a game manager by all accounts. We all know that. But he is managing the games very, very well. And I think as we move forward, uh, this team could be dangerous come the playoffs. They're not going to blow you away on offense, but the defense is legit. And we mentioned, I mentioned DJ the Jets. This is a big week because any team now that slips up is in big trouble. We've seen last week it looked like the Steelers could be the team. They had the tough matchup against the Broncos and they went on and won that. Now, next up this week, who steps up? Who continues to go? We're seeing a kind of similar battle going on with that uh, Redskins, Giants, Eagles contingent there. Uh, who can 
keep going who's going to fold their cards first and who moves on I think in this week anyway I think the Chiefs are continuing on the march towards that wild card spot the Cleveland Browns coming out this week Johnny Manziel players like Gary Barnage and so on saying that they want uh, Coach Petten back next season so he seems to have some of the players back so the Browns aren't going to be giving up all that easily and again against the Steelers last week or not sorry against the Seahawks last week they did lose that game convincingly in the end but I thought overall that they put in a good performance uh, for themselves never easy going up to face uh, the Seahawks in Seattle and uh, I thought they'd done an interesting job overall that first touchdown drive at the start of the game something that not many people were predicting for the Cleveland Browns going into Seattle I think uh, they have a tough matchup obviously going into Arrowhead Stadium now this week uh, but I think the Browns will put up a fight I think the Chiefs are around a 14 point favourite in this one and uh, you know going on that they are betting against the spread I think you would have to be taking the Cleveland Browns uh, but the Cleveland Browns were 14 point uh, underdogs last week and I picked them in a few predictum competitions uh, against the spread and that didn't work out well for me so we'll see how it goes uh, but I think there's no way the Chiefs do not win this game Two of my favourite teams up next column, the Indianapolis Colts travelling to Miami and I'm just I'm just hoping with the Colts still in the playoff hunt that the weather is warm enough in Miami that it won't affect the pressure in the ball so that the Colts don't have yet another reason to whinge about why they are not one of the better teams in the AFC. That's my rant over. Andrew Luck's going to miss this game yet again, and I'm actually going for a Dolphins win column. Yeah, I think at this stage, you know, you're probably looking at the the team shutting down Andrew Luck. I can't see if they go on and if they, especially if they lose this week, I can't see the point in them playing them in the last week of the season when the division could possibly already be wrapped up. Um, it's just been a disappointing season for the Colts, a disappointing season for Luck, whether it be his injuries or his play prior to the injury. It's just not been good for the Colts in general. I'm sure these are very sad to see that they are unlikely to be getting into the playoffs at this stage with the way the Texans is going. I know they're a team that uh, you've not really enjoyed over the last couple of seasons. But again, the Patriots have dispatched something pretty easily each and every time. But they are 6-8, Dolphins 5-9. and nine. Nothing really going here for either team. Well, the Colts, I guess, still have a chance to uh, fight back and claw back against the Texans to win the division. But I'm going as well with you on a Miami Dolphins win. It is tough picking the Dolphins to win with the way they've been performing recently. They got annihilated last week against the Chargers, who had been doing terrible over the last couple of weeks. You know, talking fantasy football, a lot of playoff finals on this week. And uh, if you are in those finals, good luck to you this coming weekend. But, you know, I'm in a couple of leagues and uh, I, have my, I have Lamar Miller playing for the Dolphins. And it's just hard to call week to week. Uh, two weeks ago, goes off against the Giants in the first half. Uh, two touchdowns around 100 yards in that one and then uh, does nothing in the second half they don't feed him the ball last week then against the uh, Chargers as I mentioned starts off the game uh, has an injury going in an ankle injury then doesn't really play at all in the game uh, JIJ you getting most of the touches there and he became the first man from the UK to pick up a touchdown in the NFL in that one but looking around uh, it's just hard to trust the, any of the players on the Dolphins but if you have Lamar Miller and probably rolling with him again this week uh, depending on your other options on the Colts side you know if you have Moncrief you're probably starting I mean, because you probably don't have a lot of better options but maybe you have a team that is pretty stacked uh, T.Y. Hilton is the same you know, couple every couple of weeks a big game turns up, and then in between nothing really happening. It's just uh, it's been a tough situation for those two teams trusting any of those guys. But uh, a Dolphins win, I'm going for the same as you, DJ. Well, I'm two teams in very contrasting form in recent times. Jacksonville Jaguars, I suppose, are on the rise this season, while the New Orleans Saints, I suppose, I could be slightly harsh since they're on decline since they lost Jimmy Graham in the off season. 
Yeah, it has been tough, obviously, losing out in Jimmy Graham. But last year, uh, you know, I remember in a couple of our fantasy leagues, DJ, you did come very early on last year, and uh, he didn't really produce for you there. With Benjamin Watson, the way he's been producing this season, he's kind of filled in nicely. And it's just been, a, again, a tough year for the Saints, a bit in the same category as what happened with the Colts. Um, just didn't work out for them at the start of the season. But I think with the Saints, their biggest issue is defensively, how bad the defense has been historically bad almost at the moment. We'll see how it finishes up at the end of the year. Just anyone playing against the Saints is putting up monster numbers week in, week out, whether you're running back, quarterback, wide receiver. doesn't really seem to matter. We'll see this week, DJ, if they can't stop the Jaguars. The Saints obviously losing last week on Monday Night Football to the Lions. Uh, almost mounting a comeback, but that game pretty much was blowing out at halftime. Uh, the Jaguars, on the other hand, I predicted last week that they would lose to the Falcons, and a lot of people thought I was pretty much crazy on that prediction. Uh, the Jaguars just, you know, they're a team that just hasn't had consistency over the years, and uh, they're starting to get much, much better. I have to admit they are improving dramatically, but uh, just still not the finished product. But I think, you know, going to face the Saints this week, Maybe it, maybe the Saints are a team that they can uh, bounce and get past. Uh, a big snub this week in the Pro Bowl. Uh, we didn't mention the Pro Bowl yet, but uh, Alan Robinson not making it in. He's had a phenomenal season, but we all know that uh, the Pro Bowl really at this stage is uh, kind of a, a popularity contest more so than anything else. But Alan Robinson not making it in with his phenomenal sections and season in the league. But uh, I think this one's kind of a, a flipped coin here for me. Uh, and just with the way the Saints, um, you know, playing at home, giving them home field advantage, although they haven't had much of that the last couple of seasons, I'm going to give this win to the Saints, although I could see this one going either way. Coach Tom Sula, Callum and the 49ers, travelling to Detroit to take on the Detroit mm-hmm. Lions. Not much happening here, Callum. Playoffs kind of out of reach for both teams. <laughs> bit of an understatement there DJ the, the playoffs well and truly out of reach the Lions although they did have a chance of sneaking back in there uh, up until Arne Rodgers came to town with that Hail Mary pass on uh, Thursday night football uh, sorry Lions fans for bringing that one back up but uh, you all know I enjoyed that one immensely uh, Detroit Lions 5-6 and six, uh, obviously not getting to the playoffs but they have started to improve uh, their offence the last couple of weeks and looked quite good last week against the Saints as I mentioned a moment ago Amir Abdullah starting to pick up some nice yards on the ground and I think it's time to just make him the bell cow uh, and let the bell cow that is Joke Bell take a back seat just to the rest of the season to see what you have in that rookie running back uh, on the other side San Francisco they're just pretty beat up at the moment uh, whether it be the running back situation um, defensively uh, all the players they lost in the off season but I think they have uh, shown a lot of fight at home they've been much better than on the road but they're going into Detroit this week and I see this being a big easy and comfortable win for the Detroit Lions Obviously with the Lions, I mentioned the improvement on offense. Uh, no surprises if you're starting Calvin Johnson this week. If you have him in your team, you are starting him. Matthew Stafford has put up a nice couple of weeks, although he hasn't been throwing the ball as much. His efficiency rating has gone up quite considerably. I think that game on Monday Night Football he might actually set a franchise record for his uh, pass completion percentage. And um, obviously since... Uh, the new affairs coordinator has come in in the last uh, couple of weeks since the bye week. Uh, a lot more production for Golden Tate. So we'll see what happens there. Eric Ebron as well, probably slotting him in. He's a player that I don't have a lot of confidence in, but I think you're still going to start him. And I mentioned Amir Abdullah getting more workload, getting some passes out of the backfield. The Lions could be very, very productive against this 49ers um, defence uh, this coming week in fantasy football. On the 4-10 and 10 Dallas Cowboys travel to Buffalo to take on the 6-8 and eight. Buffalo Bills, the Bills are back home of two bad losses and the Cowboys will start. Kellen Moore on the road here. How do you see this one going? I predict a Bills win. 
Yeah, I'm probably looking to lead you towards a Buffalo Bills win myself in this one. Uh, looks like Deshaun McCoy is out of this one, uh, so you're probably seeing a bigger workload here for Carlos Williams. Uh, Gillespie came in at running back last week and had a couple of nice runs. Didn't have a lot of workload, but uh, had a one long touchdown run against the Redskins with the game kind of in garbage time at that stage. Uh, just disappointing turnout of events uh, in the last couple of weeks for the Bills and uh, the Cowboys season has been disappointing ever since Tony Romo got injured uh, after that start to the season so it's not a game to there'll be too many people tuning into fantasy wise um, probably starting Carlos Williams if you have him in the backfield looking for an option Tyrod Taylor has been productive uh, as a fantasy quarterback both running and passing over the last couple of weeks and that has been mainly down to Sammy Watkins if you have Sammy Watkins get him in your lineup again this week for the fantasy football playoff finals and uh, on the Cowboys side talked last week with Rich Dodson when we were previewing the games uh, you know not much happening with Des Bryant he got a touchdown last week but uh, you know it's just a short screen pass taken to the end zone not uh, something that you know most quarterback or most wide receivers in the NFL are going to take that one home for a score so we haven't seen much of Des Bryant haven't seen much of Jason Witten I think all round setting all your cowboys the only cowboy I'd be starting this week is Darren McFadden and um, you know that would be one that I'm not all that confident in so uh, start your bills probably set your cowboys uh, maybe start McFadden but uh, a bills win DJ Colin Lovey Smith returning to the team that fired him Who's going to get the win here? Chicago or Tampa Bay? Neither have anything to play for more looking towards the 2016 season already. Yeah, and uh, Alshon Jeffries had a couple of injuries over the last, basically over the whole season, but uh, came out of last week's game for a quite considerable amount of it. Uh, we'll see how he suits up on Sunday if he's in. The Bears have been kind of decimated by injuries the last couple of weeks, losing Martellus Bennett at the tight end position as well. Uh, they have got back Matt Forte, and he's had a few nice games through the air, more so than on the ground recently. But when you're looking at this Bears team, I just think uh, the season's kind of packed in on them now. Nothing really to go for. On the other side, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were the team who really didn't uh, produce anything last season and turned out with the number one overall pick. They're trying to turn this team in the right direction. They are now 6-8. and eight. They have their number one overall pick in Jameis Winston. They're moving forward with him, Mike Evans, Vincent Jackson's still there, and he's in the uh, contract season, so we'll see what happens with him in the offseason. But Doug Martin, he's back at the Pro Bowl level again. I mentioned some of the Pro Bowl votes. He's had a sensational season, bouncing back from what had been two disappointing seasons. I just have to say, uh, the Buccaneers are a team that are going to be trying to fight to win this one. I think they get the win here, and I think think that's all that we probably need to say about it if Jeffrey starts you start him outside of that uh, you know you start Forte I wouldn't be confident starting any other Bears and I mentioned all the Buccaneers I would be starting then you're probably going to slide in if you have to start Austin Tiferian Jenkins but one that I'm not 100% confident in this week. Cam Newton column in the Carolina Panthers travel to Atlanta to take on Matt Ryan's Falcons the Falcons are still alive in the playoff hunt but just about the Panthers can lock up the top seed in the AFC with a victory here. And I predict by the end of this week of games that the Panthers will have the NFC wrapped up. Yep, DJ, I'm not going to disagree with you. You mentioned the Falcons kind of been in the race. Let's just uh, call a spade a spade. Falcons fans, you are not going to the playoffs this season. Come back next season, have another go. The Falcons uh, have had a tough season. If you are starting your fantasy studs this week, you know, we've seen what happened. It was a tough week for Julio Jones a couple of weeks back when he faced off in this game against uh, Josh Norman and most of the plays. Uh, you still have to start. I think you have to roll with him again. I'm going to be rolling with him this week. So all the way through the season, he's done you a good one. Uh, let's see if he can get you over the line in the fantasy football finals. But um, start him, sit Matt Ryan. Probably start Devontae Freeman, but still it's a tough, tough matchup for him. Not that confident. Uh, not starting any other Falcons. Then you go to the Panthers, probably start 
the Panthers D. Uh, you know, I've been talking and joking about Ted Ginn the last couple of weeks on the show, calling him Stonehands and he can't catch anything. Well, he keeps getting opportunities, keeps getting deep balls thrown to him, and he keeps catching two or three of them a game. So uh, I would, oh man, just, uh, you know, I'm not going to say go out and start him over Julio Jones, but if you've got him on your bench, if he's on the waiver wire and you are stuck for a player and you think you need a boomer bus player this week, well, he is a boomer bus player and that is for sure. Maybe roll in Ted Ginn um, and if he costs me, if he costs your league or wins your league, uh, hit me up on Twitter at Overtime Ireland and let me know this coming weekend. But uh, I'm just tempted to roll him in, in a few teams and see how it goes for me. Uh, on the other ones, you start Greg Olson, obviously. Uh, Jonathan Stewart's probably going to miss out in this week. If he does miss out, uh, no confidence in the other running backs getting you a full workload there. Cam Newton, no doubt about it, start him 100%. And. Uh, if you can start him at the running back position and the quarterback position, go ahead and do that as well. But uh, overall, DJ, Panthers are rolling. They are now two games away from a complete unbeaten season. And at this stage, who the hell is going to stop them? Uh, I think they wrap up home field advantage this week. And uh, they've been fun to watch this season, dominating on both sides of the ball. And I think it continues this week. The Odell Beckham less New York Giants travel to Minnesota this week. Did it go on your favorite team called the Minnesota Vikings? Yep, yep. Giants better alive in the playoff race and in fact could be out of the playoff yep. hunt by the time kickoff come, comes around this game on the other hand the Vikings are likely to make it into the playoffs and could even win the NFC North but they have to win this week and beat some team called the Green Bay Packers in week yeah, 17 to <laughs> win the division so how do you see this one going Colin? Will Beckham been missing and we'll talk more about Beckham in a minute well, the fact that he's going to miss this game costs the Giants. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one, DJ, from the fact that um, this game flexed out, obviously, to be the Sunday night football game because people thinking that the, the, the TV companies, obviously, thinking, and it's on NBC, thinking that the, the Giants will be fighting for the division, thinking the Vikings at the stage when it was flexed were going to be fighting for the division. They are both still fighting for their divisions, but both in second spot. And I think, uh, you know, Odell Beckham's not going to be playing either. The Vikings are pretty banged up on the defensive side of the ball at the moment. But it is still going to be a good game. The problem is going to be here. If the Redskins win at the Eagles, the Giants have absolutely nothing to play for in this game other than pride. And if that is the situation, I think the Vikings go on and win. And DJ, even at that point, I think I'm still going to go with a Vikings win here. They are at home and they're playing good football at the moment. Um, I just think that uh, they will get the job done again on uh, Sunday Night Football. You know, you mentioned them playing the Packers next week. The Packers playing the Cardinals this week, so it's going to be very, very tight if the Packers lose and the Vikings win. Obviously, it's going to come down to that last game in Lambeau Field to end the season. Uh, but I'm going for a Vikings win. I would prefer a Giants win, but I think yeah, the Vikings have, have impressed me a lot this season. I think they do win that one. Tom, I mentioned Odell Beckham Jr. going to miss. He's only going to miss one game, but that game is ultimately going to make or break the Giants' season. Yeah, well, the NFL right to yeah. suspend them, Colin? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we've seen clips coming up of other players around the NFL last week who'd done kind of similar things, but just this this went on for so long. Again, it comes down to the refs. The refs should have handled this, uh, should have been at least given a warning, and if he continued on, should have been eliminated from the game for last week. Turns out he's going to miss this week's game. Can't really argue with the, the suspension. I think he showed it. He was very petulant, and I think he's going to learn a lesson from his actions. But DJ, you mentioned it's obviously going to come down for their season this week. Technically, this is going. If the Redskins don't win this week, this is going to be basically a playoff game for the Giants because they need to kind of win out to get in. And uh, you know, without Odell Beckham in the lineup, it's going to be a lot, lot tougher for them to get a result. Uh, obviously, Odell Beckham not playing gives uh, probably a bigger workload to guys like Ruben Randall. Probably if you're if you're stuck 
stuck a wide receiver to roll him in, but uh, I just wouldn't be confident in it against this Vikings defense. Adrian Peterson had an ankle sprain last week. Looks like he's going to be good to go. You start him this week. Bridgewater had five touchdowns last week. I don't think I'd be expecting the same production again, but hey, who knows? Maybe he goes on a kind of Russell Wilson Russell Wilson type streak over the next couple of weeks. But uh, as I mentioned, I think the Vikings win this one. St. Louis Rams, Colin Travon to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. The Rams beat the Seahawks in the opener this year, but the yep. teams have gone in very opposite directions. <laughs> Rams now 6-8, and eight, Seahawks 9-5. and five. Do you see anything other than a Seahawks win here, Colin? Well, these are the Seahawks are absolutely rolling. Uh, they're in cruise control at the moment. They lost Jimmy Graham a few weeks ago, but they are dominating week in, week out over the last couple of weeks. But they have had kind of a, a little bit of a cakewalk if you look at the defences they faced over the last couple of weeks. DJ, and you can't forget the St. Louis Rams have to win out here, get two wins to get to Jeff Fisher's magical 8-8 eight and eight season. Uh, so let's see what the Rams do. Could possibly be the Rams' le- la- last season in St. Louis, but this is an away game, and uh, they are on the road for the last two. So I'm not expecting anything from the Rams here. I'm expecting the Seahawks to win, and uh, I think it'll be comfortable. Seahawks are playing great football at the moment. Start uh, your studs for the Seahawks. Start Russell Wilson running back situation you're going to have to just leave that one sitting I think at the moment obviously if you had Thomas Rawls a few weeks back or you know that's a big big blow to your chances but you've obviously made it this far made it to the finals and see who you've got uh Doug Baldwin I'm going to start him again if you have him in any leagues and uh probably start that Seahawks defense because the Rams just cannot generate offense outside of Tavon Austin or Todd Gurley extremely tough game column for the Green Bay Packers this week traveling to Arizona to take on the Cardinals the yep. two teams could meet down the road in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. how do you see this one going, Colin? Will the, Car- or will the Packers be able to keep up with Carson Palmer? Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one, DJ, because nobody's been able to keep up with Carson Palmer and the Cardinals recently. They just, I don't know, we talk about Antonio Brown and what's going on with uh, the kind of triplets at wide receiver down there and uh, with Martavis Bryant and Wheaton uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but when you're looking at what's going on with the Cardinals, they are just dominant. You know, Larry Fitzgerald, Brown and... Uh, actually the two Browns and uh, Floyd as well so they're playing uh, great great football all the way around and David Johnson last week with a big game at the running back position Carson Palmer week in week out defensively playing very well it's going to be interesting to see DJ this week though how they do with Tyron Matthew being out with that injury that should give the Packers a little bit of a boost Packers defensively playing a little bit better improving as we go but just not all that impressive offensively not all that impressive but this is going to be a big, uh, a big kind of, you know, you call the litmus test, whatever you want to call it, to see how things are going in your season. If the Packers win this, uh, everyone's perspective is going to turn around dramatically on how well they can do in the playoffs. At the moment, I'm not expecting a long playoff run from them, but uh, this here will be a good test for them. Packers still could get that second seed in the playoffs. Uh, they would have to win this and win against the Vikings in the last game, that, and then the Cardinals have to obviously lose this game and lose to the Seahawks in the last game. So still some ways that that there could turn around, but uh, I'm, I'm not expecting that to happen. But uh, I'm going for the hometown decision. I'm going to call for a Packers win, but uh, realistically, I think the Cardinals roll again at home. Big Ben and Steelers column. You mentioned some of their wide receivers yeah. threats there. They're travelling to take on the Baltimore Ravens who have had numerous injuries throughout the season and when you look at their record of four and ten it really shows that they've been banged up with injuries throughout the season. I'm gonna go with the Steelers win here. Yeah, DJ, I kind of have to agree with you. You mentioned banged up as well. I think maybe decimated would be the right word. They've been absolutely destroyed uh, all the way from the Terrell Suggs in week one the whole way through Steve Smith. 
then they lose the quarterback and uh, it's just been oh it's been de- devastating for the Ravens and uh, as you mentioned you know the Steelers are rolling they just waltzed through that Denver Broncos defense last week the you know they're probably the best defense in the league maybe them and the Panthers and uh, waltzed through it with uh, Antonio Brown just absolutely phenomenal yet again uh, do you need me to tell you who to start for the Steelers? You start Big Ben, you start uh, D. Willie, D'Angelo Williams in the backfield, start all the wide receivers, uh, maybe leave the tight ends alone. Uh, Heath Miller hasn't had a great few games in recent weeks. For the Ravens, and there was a big shout-out, has to go out to Rich Dodson, who was on last week. I said I wouldn't start anyone from the Ravens, and uh, he jumped in and said to start Kamar Aiken. If you started Kamar Aiken last week, you definitely should be sending him a thank-you message on Twitter because uh, he definitely helped you to get some major fantasy points and probably helped you win your game last week to make it to the final. So big shout-out there to Rich Dodson of DynastyNerds.com. Um, have to go for Steelers one day, too. That probably wraps up that game. The battle for the number two spot in the AFC column <laughs> Cincinnati 11-3 and three, traveling to Denver to Mile High Stadium to take on the Brock Osweiler Broncos column no longer Peyton Manning will Peyton be back for the playoffs or will the Broncos just go with Brock Osweiler as their new saviour yeah, well, DJ, obviously, the, has, has the building begun on that road through Foxborough to uh, Santa Clara for the Super Bowl? They must have already started that road being built uh, the way you're talking about the number two seed up for grabs here. But number two seed, the Denver Broncos, they're going with Brock Osweiler. Uh, that would kind of lead me to think that uh, Peyton isn't fully fit. I think you still have a chance to see Peyton back this season. When you look at um, Brock Osweiler's performance last week, I thought he had a very, very strong first half. Then it came into the second half. Um, I thought there was drops for Vernon Davis in particular. Demarius Thomas has had more drops, I would imagine, this season than he has over the last couple of years. Uh, Osweiler had a rushing touchdown last week. I thought he played well in the first half, but second half, the whole team did not do that well. And even the defence really led up a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns um, to the Steelers. So against the Bengals here, uh, you know, at the start of the season, who would have thought you're looking at AJ McCarron and uh, Brock Osweiler in week 16 to see who's going to be the number two overall seed in the AFC? It's going to be interesting, and I just think Osweiler, I'm I'm not sold on him, but I'm not that down on him. McCarron, on the other hand, last week against the 49ers, I thought they would have done more and won that game a lot easier than they did. It's in Denver. Uh, I'm just going to have to go for a Broncos win. I think uh, the defence will have a chip on their shoulder after how things went last week. I think all around, um, you know, you're talking about your, your fantasy players. I think you go, you start. You could probably possibly start both defences in this because I think special teams and defences, there could be some turnovers here off the quarterbacks, as you kind of alluded to there when you were talking about it. But start Sanders, he's had a couple of very good weeks. Running back's a bit murky. Uh, Hillman's getting the majority of the carries, but he hasn't done a lot with it over the last couple of weeks for the Broncos. C.J. Anderson still battling that ankle injury. We'll see if he gets more of a workload this week. Demarius Thomas, I think you have to start him, but just over the last couple of weeks with the drops and that has been kind of frustrating to watch. Bengals, A.J. Green has to be in there. If Tyler Eifert comes back and plays, he's still not 100% certain to be in action this week. You have to start him if he plays. As I mentioned last week with uh, Jeremy Hill, um, you know, he's touchdown dependent. Last week, if he started him, he got you two touchdowns so no problems there but his yards and uh, everything else isn't that much and Giovanni Bernard hasn't been getting as much usage over the last couple of weeks after having a very very strong start to the season it's just going to be tough calling who you're starting there I don't think you're starting AJ McCarron under any circumstances but I'm going for a Broncos win DJ you going to agree with that? Yeah Colin I think I'll go with a Broncos win just so that it would <laughs> help further strengthen the Patriots uh, grip on the number one seed in the AFC obviously I think they're going to beat the Jets this week but if for some reason maybe it's a Christmas miracle for the Jets and they somehow manage to get the win 
against the Patriots, maybe the Broncos will do the Patriots a favour and beat the Bengals this week. Um, I think the end of the last game we have to talk about is the Thursday night football game. Um, obviously, that their game is probably already over, depending on when you're listening to this. If you're listening to it after your Christmas dinner, game's already over. If you're listening to it once it comes out live, game may actually be still on the television as we speak. So we're uh, rather than give you a full recap or full preview, we're just going to give you our prediction for it. Chargers at the Raiders, and uh, you know, Raiders as home favourites in games haven't really been all that productive. Uh, they are now out of the playoff hunt. They dominated the Chargers in San Diego. It's a you know tough one to call, DJ, but I'm just going for the Charger or Raiders win rather because they are the home team. Uh, I think the game last week against the Packers, they were a little bit hard done by by the final score. Raiders uh, win for me. Your your thoughts on that one? Yeah, Calm, I'm going to agree with you and go with the Raiders win, but. Just in case the Chargers somehow win, well done, Chargers. <laughs> yeah, you can see we've put a lot of effort into that final game uh, and our thoughts on it. Um, DJ, obviously, it is the Christmas season. Um, I'm uh, heading down the Great Ocean Road, actually, uh, on Boxing Day. Depending on when people are listening to this, I'll probably be out on a road trip. Obviously, with that, I'll be doing the show recapping all the games next uh, Tuesday, probably could be Wednesday, might be a little bit later. The schedule may move around a little bit with the holiday season in it but um, everyone I hope everyone has a good holiday season hope they enjoy themselves and I hope they enjoy the week's action coming up here if you're in the playoffs as I mentioned uh, best of luck with that and uh, as always if you're on iTunes Stitcher tune in all those good things give us a written and a comment keep spreading the word on social media that can be your Christmas present from you to us give us a shout out on social media get your followers following us and get your friends listening to the Overtime Ireland podcast but with that, DJ, uh, pretty much all talked about all the games run through. Uh, hope that all the listeners have a, a good Christmas and uh, have a safe Christmas. Spend the time with your family and enjoy it. And uh, hopefully, DJ, it'll not be as long until you're back on the show. Um, probably in the playoffs, you'll be in a here uh, in a kind of joyous mood. Probably, I'm guessing, as the Patriots march forward. And then, if the Patriots do get eliminated, last year they went all the way and won the big game. <laughs> Uh, if they get eliminated, maybe we'll see you uh, disappearing into a quiet room for a while. Yeah, Calm, I'll agree with your sentiments towards our listeners. Hope you all have an enjoyable holidays. And if you're going on vacation, as the people in the States say, <laughs> hopefully you have a good time. If you're in Ireland, hopefully the rain doesn't affect you too much and if you're in australia like colin please send us some sunshine yeah i'll keep the sun cream on hopefully uh, santa claus brings me uh, some sunscreen so i don't get uh, don't get too badly sunburned not something that's ever been a thought in my head at christmas time before but as always uh, until i'm back with the next show have a good one thank you for listening to the overtime ireland american football podcast Please follow us on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. Check out OvertimeIreland.com and continue to spread the word. This has been an Overtime Ireland production.